If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. Thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution Podcast. I am going to talk a little bit today about uh, escapers' guilt on this episode of Tuesday with Tammy. And I have been thinking about this, and I know for people who survive catastrophes or war or things like 9-11 or other similar terrible things, um, we often have something called survivor's guilt. And it's always those questions like, why me? And why me? As in, why did I live? Why was I not taken? And so I have seen some recent shows and things like that on TV that talking about this survivor's guilt. And it kind of reminded me of something similar that I see a lot of adult kids of parents that hoard uh, struggling with, especially if they were a youth, um, a youth living in the hoard. And so I'm going to call it escapers guilt. And I know that I felt that way too uh, when I decided to move out uh, my senior year of high school. And I felt uh, guilty leaving my younger brother there who was in a wheelchair and had Duchenne's muscular dystrophy. And I really struggled with this internal battle about the fact that I had use of all my arms and legs and I had the ability to actually leave the home under my own power. And I really struggled with that, especially once I moved out and was living in a space that had um, running water and things like that. And I felt really bad about leaving him there. And then when I joined the military, I enlisted my senior year of high school. And then I went off and went to boot camp and traveled and got to do a lot of things um, that I knew my brother would never have really a chance to do. And I, I realized just within a, a few days ago that I had felt really guilty. I mean, I've always thought that, but I just had this like epiphany moment of the fact that I always felt really guilty uh, for leaving him behind. And honestly, I don't believe he had any um, particular issues with it. Like somehow innately, he understood that somebody, one of us kids had the chance to get out of there and I, and obviously I was the one who had to take that chance. And I find that if you escape a horde like that, in reality, what you're doing is putting your own mask on first. You know, if you're in an airplane and the oxygen mask drops, the instruction is to put yours on first and then help your child or your other person that you're traveling with or people around you. And particularly if you are coming out of hoarding or some other kind of chaotic situation, it isn't in general inherent for you to care for yourself first. You're, you're in general caring for the other people that are in that chaotic environment, whether it's a hoarding situation or if you're dealing with parents that have alcohol or drug issues or just plain other mental health or dysfunction issues, 
where you kind of step in and are the parent in that situation. So the, the fact that you're the, the child gets lost in this chaotic situation and not having those boundaries and not recognizing that you're a separate entity that can make other choices really contributes to that guilt factor, I think, once you do actually leave and escape. And I still maintained contact with my family, even though I had moved out. I still wrote letters and I sent Christmas presents when I was in the military. But I realized that there's this huge um, gap about understanding not only what it's like living in a horde as a kid or as a young person, or if your spouse has a hoarding issue, not really being aware of what all that entails. And so I really appreciate the analogy of figuring out how to put your own mask on first, because that means you will potentially live and you will be able to help others live too. But if you don't, then how can you help others? And so I just recognize that it was a form of self-rescue. It was a form of putting my own mask on first. And I can assure you that there are a lot of adult kids of parents that hoard like me who managed to escape the home and they had siblings or pets or their parents or other people in that residence that they cared about that they had to choose to basically leave behind in that hoard so that they could save themselves. And it's really difficult often if you're trying to help someone get out of there, like if it's your younger sibling. And I actually really struggled with this later on because I did manage to get out of there. And later I did come back and try to get my brother taken out of that hoarded home. And by this point, um, we were both in our 20s at that point, but still the struggle to get him to a new location was a big challenge. And it's just difficult when you actually are the one that gets to leave. And it's really difficult, especially if you come back and you're trying to help your younger siblings or you're trying to help even your parents understand that, you know, this living situation isn't acceptable. It's really challenging. And often you actually aren't able to help. And that's a really frustrating as well. And there's just this difficult piece of, of being the person that left and then coming back and trying to help the other people that remain or helping your younger siblings get out of there. Um, I see this also with grandparents that might have concerns about their grandkids living in a hoarded home and really what options do they have? How can they intervene? And it's really challenging because the families are, the whole idea is to have the family together. And sometimes that's not always the best thing, which is also a controversial take on um, what is best for that child? Is it best for them to remain in a hoarded space where they have no room, no clean clothes, that type of thing? Or is it better for them to be in an environment that has some of those uh, basic human needs being met on a regular basis? So again, there's lots of questions around that, but it 
in any case, there is nothing wrong <clears throat> with figuring out how to escape a hoarded home. There's nothing wrong with setting some boundaries and limitations on what you will and will not accept in your life as an adult. And I think it's really valuable to recognize that although it's very painful and difficult and we may feel guilty, it doesn't mean that our sense of survival is wrong and that we shouldn't pursue it because it ultimately comes down to the fact that you have to save yourself. You have to be here if you're going to help anyone else. And I think it's really needed to know <clears throat> that we don't have to suffer from this escaper's guilt. We can examine it from some different perspectives and actually be glad that we had the opportunity to leave a situation that was not conducive to our well-being. So I thank you for stopping by and listening to me today on the Hoarding Solution podcast. And feel free to reach out to us if you have questions or are dealing with any sort of hoarding issue. I know it's not easy and I want people to know you're not alone. And you can find us on Instagram at The Hoarding Solution. You can also find us on that on other social media. And I'm happy to connect with anyone and feel free to check out our website as well, which is homesareforliving.com. Thank you so much for being here and I wish you a happy holiday. If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. 